0: Welcome to Enjoy the Journey. I am your host, Ray Spellbrick, and I want to welcome you and thank you for joining me today on my podcast. I want to talk a little bit about uh, something that I think we can all identify with from time to time in our life. And uh, maybe we sometimes are doing things and we come up with the attitude, why bother? Why bother? I mean, I do and I do and I see nothing, I get nothing in return. So why bother? I'm going to talk about uh, some fishermen who ran across a very similar situation that, uh, uh, at least an attitude that we all face from time to time. And uh, it's going to be, I'm going to read from the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And I'll be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. And the scripture reads this way. As the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by Lake Gennesaret. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats which belonged to Simon and asked him to put out a little from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, "'Put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch.' "'Master,' Simon replied, We've worked hard all night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me because I'm a sinful man, Lord. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. Again, have you ever asked at some point in your life, why bother? Why bother? Do you ever get so frustrated doing things time and time and time again or, and doing various things for maybe it's for other people maybe it's for uh for work maybe it's for the church maybe you know it, maybe it could be for any number of things and yet you ask you see no results and you begin to say why bother and you get so frustrated with it do you sometimes uh, or do you uh sometimes seem or does something seem uh to yield no Results whatsoever you, you do, and yet it's, it yet you do things, and yet it seems to yield no results whatsoever, and you begin to wonder why bother. So let's look some of the let's look at some of the problems that may plague us as believers. For example, you take a stand for Jesus in your world, and it has no apparent effect. Maybe you're in the workplace, maybe amongst your family members, uh, maybe amongst your neighbors. You seek to win others to Jesus, and you, have, you seem to have no success. Another one, another one is you, you pray for an unsaved or wayward loved ones, but there is no change. You spend a lot of time and effort seeking to help someone who fizzles out on you or even turns against you. You do good to someone, and there's no return, no thankfulness even. You, you minister or serve faithfully but it appears there are no results. You strive to keep a testimony be, before an unsaved spouse or other family member who only grows more difficult as time goes by. Through your frustration, you begin to wonder, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Why bother, since I'm seeing no results? From our text, we could glean an example that were help enlighten us. Peter, James, and John were doing what they knew to do. They were fishermen. They were they were fishing. Uh, they had fished all night and they had no results. And uh, they, they they were no doubt a little frustrated about that because you know this isn't just going on the end or even on a boat out and casting a reel out. These guys were commercial fishermen. They let down nets and and brought up big bunches of fish. And uh, and yet that night they had no results. Now my son's a fisherman. He loves to fish, and and uh, his philosophy is a bad day fishing is still better than a good day at work. And uh, a lot of you probably feel the same way. But uh, these guys, had uh, frustration had set in, and they gave up, and they went back to shore. And at this point, they were cleaning and and uh, maybe even mending their nets when Jesus had need of their boat. He used the boat as a platform to preach. You know, uh, as you know, uh, probably know that uh, a voice travels over water very well, and they certainly didn't have PA systems back in the day, so Jesus went out a little ways from the the bank there, and he was able to teach the people, sat down in the boat, and he taught the people God's word, and it, and it, uh, they, they were able to hear, and then, and, and then after that, Jesus now tells them to fish where they know there are no fish. Peter no doubt was thinking, why bother? But Peter's next words puts it all in perspective. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. See, Peter does what was pointless in his mind because Jesus told him to do it. Well, what a lesson that is for us. Sometimes you feel led of God to do something that makes absolutely no sense to you, logically speaking, from the standpoint of your own logical thought process. I know that I've been down those roads before. I've been down those avenues before where I felt led to do something that made absolutely no sense to me to do. But God, he sees the big picture and God was in it. So here's Peter uh, he does what was pointless in his mind because Jesus told him to do it. Now, here's the consequences that challenge us from this story. The fishermen received a supernatural return on obeying God. It came after a long night of doing with no results. It came even after the cleanup. They cleaned up and were, and were uh, ready to call it a day. But they launched back out. It goes along with Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, which reads, Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Now, I like the way the message uh, paraphrase puts it. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Now, what would have happened if Peter would have told Jesus? (laughs) Lord, why bother? We've been here all night and have no, had no results, so why bother? We're ready to go home, we're tired, we're weary. What would have happened? Well, they would have missed out on a boatload of blessings. Actually, they would have missed out on two boatloads of blessings. Sometimes the repayment is postponed. We do, we do, we obey, we obey, and yet we see no immediate results. And the first Corinthians four five reads this. So don't judge anything prematurely before the Lord comes, who will both bring to light what is hidden in darkness and reveal the intentions of the hearts. And then praise will come to each one from God. Now the message makes us a lot clearer, I think. So don't get ahead of the master and jump to conclusions with your judgments before all the evidence is in when he comes he will bring out in the open and place in evidence all kinds of things we never even dreamed of, inner motives and purposes and prayers. Only then will any one of us get to hear the well done of God. I like the way that reads. See, when the motivations of our hearts are revealed, each one will receive praise from God. So why is it we do the things we do? Sometimes we see no immediate results of the things we do. Even if there is never a reward here on earth, there will be praise from God because we have done what was right because it was right. Why bother? Because he said so. That's why. And that's good enough for me. There will either be a harvest, possibly after a long period of time, Or there will be praise in eternity. Either way, it's a win-win. And folks, it pays to obey God. You can't go wrong obeying Jesus. I want to encourage you this week. When you get to the point, you say, why bother? And you begin to get frustrated. Just say, I'm going to obey. I'm going to do because it's what Jesus wants me to do. Again, I appreciate you listening, and I pray that uh, this has been a blessing to you, and I pray that you will spend some time uh, contemplating these words and also sharing this podcast with others. So God bless you. Until next time, enjoy the journey.